Family from the Heart podcast episode number 331. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back with another episode of Family from the Heart. Stephanie, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Okay. Okay. So, I have some things already prepared for this week's episode. We're broadcasting live, as we've mentioned over the past several weeks, live on Periscope. And before you came down, I asked those who are already here to submit some questions for us to talk about in the episode. And we have some interesting questions here and uh, might come up with some interesting responses depending on uh, how things go. But I also have a list of entertainment uh, movies and other things that have been okay consumed in the past week. And I'm sure you have just some things off the top of your head. But uh, probably the biggest thing that's going on right now is the fact that uh, we have two daughters. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a, uh, here from school today. We that do. Are, that are not at school. They're yeah. here at home. And uh, I figure you probably have uh, a desire to talk about why. I, I don't know. Um, well, so yesterday was yesterday was a rough day for me um, emotionally. And I think I'm just going to ta- like I send to ha- I tend to have all of my emotional breakdowns on Wednesdays. I think that's just going to be like emotional breakdown Wednesday. Emotional breakdown Wednesday. That's what did. It's not every Wednesday. But whenever it happens, it seems to fall on Wednesday. Right. Um, yesterday, um, McKenna started her, her period. And it was a really rough day for me emotionally. She seems fine. I mean, handling it and, and understanding, you know, what it is. I've, I've always made sure that both girls knew exactly what was happening and that, that their bodies were changing and that it was normal and was, and that it um, was coming and that it was coming and you know it, it it could be now it could be like a year from now but it it's coming mm-hmm. and so i mean she knew and um she didn't she didn't freak out i thought i was dying like i was never told that it was coming or what it was or i thought i was dying right <laughs> i think i was 11 years old and um and so, I mean, she seems to be, I, I, I went in, it was before school started actually. And I was with her and, um, and so she told me and I went in and I told her teacher who, um, is a friend of mine, Megan had her for one year and, and Matthew had her for two years and, um, because she changed grade levels. So she taught Matthew for fourth grade and fifth grade. Yeah. Matthew didn't miss a, <laughs> He didn't uh, get promoted. He just, she changed, <laughs> she, she changed grades and, um, and and so, and then now McKenna has her and, um, and she's had the complete set. That's what she calls it. I've, I've had the complete set of Ravenscrest. We're like, you're going to be sorry after you have Jane because like she's different from all the rest. No, no she's fantastic. And, um, but, uh, so I went in and I told her, um, I'm taking McKenna home with me 
I told her that she was having her first day. I said, and I'm going to go home and I'm going to cry and I'm going to tell her all about it and I'm going to tell her how to handle it. And and that's what I did. Yep. Yeah. When Megan got her first period and I cried, she called me stupid. McKenna let me snuggle her. So it was <laughs> so much better. It was so much better. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, so that is happening and she's home again today. Um, just adjusting to how her body feels different. Yep. Um, and um, Megan had her wisdom teeth out this morning. Yeah. <laughs> which was quite an experience. Um, for months, she, mama, my, my, my mouth hurts. My they're, they're bothering me really bad. We need to make that appointment. We need to make that appointment. We need So I make the appointment and she's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do it. Let's not do it. So we get in this morning and, um, okay, hold up, Mark. She's 10. She's, she, she's 10. She's not a woman now. Well, now you have to, um, you, since you've said it in the podcast, you have to say what you're responding to. I was getting ready to. Okay. So Mark just said that we should celebrate that, that McKenna's a woman now. And I'm going to, I'm going to hope that, or I'm assuming that he's talking about McKenna and not Megan with her wisdom teeth out. But, um, She's a big girl now. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> no longer a little girl. She's not a, she's not a baby girl anymore. That's what we're going with. But um so we get to the we get to the oral surgeon's office this morning and um she's you know talking, she's she's fine and it's going to take 45 minutes and she's fine and they take her back and they call me back to the room with her and they said you can stay until we start the IV or you know you can she's like you can go ahead and go and Telling, um, it, it's only going to take 45 minutes, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay. Uh, she tells me I can leave. I leave the room and, um, I go out and I make a few phone calls and, you know, do my thing. And they tell me that she's ready. They take your car and pull around to the side of the building. There's a door that you go in. And so they don't even, you don't come back out through the office that they have a, a, a separate way that they don't want to scare everybody. They don't want to scare them in the waiting room. The waiting room that's full of teenagers. They don't want to scare them. So, um, so I did that and I, and I walk into Send the room. you out the back door. Megan has Megan. Um, it was, I, I, well, here's the deal. I didn't know if she was going to be groggy or, or what, but I was not, I, I was not expecting the Megan that I walked in to find. When I walk in the door, her, the chair she's in is facing away from the door. Okay. Okay. And I know people who are just listening aren't going to get the visual, but I'm going to describe to you that she turns around over her shoulder like so. Yeah. Right. And she's like, hi, mommy. <laughs> Like this really high pitched girly girly voice, and then she doesn't remember. She she doesn't remember doing that. Yeah. Um. I asked her what the first thing she remembered was, and she said walking down the hallway to get in the car. She doesn't remember. She's like, I don't even remember getting up out of the chair. And so it was, but she was giggly and and chatty for probably like the first thirty minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how they managed to make her talk more but I really just need her to shut up right now. <laughs> she's like, she's pushing at her face. I can't feel my face. I can't. She keeps telling me that, um, she kept telling me that she was completely coherent. She just couldn't feel anything. Right. But she said that to me like 17 times <laughs> because she kept forgetting that she said it. That's hilarious. It was, um, it was that. And she kept stop laughing at me. Like, I'm not really laughing at you. Trust me. 
but I was. <laughs> but you were. Hello. <laughs> it was funny. So anyway, so she's upstairs. She's hungry now. She still can't feel her chin and her bottom lip. What is she allowed to eat? Um, I made her. I I put a potato in the um, microwave and mashed her some potato before I came down here. Okay. So I, you know, I kind of threw some food at her and came down here. <laughs> nice priorities. Yes. Um, obviously. And when I'm done here, I'll go get her ice cream. She can eat soft um, food. She can have pudding and she won't eat jello, but so anything soft until she feels like she can chew. Awesome. Yep. Cool. So that's been going on. Anything else that uh, it's on the top of your mind to share that I may not have on my list already? Would it be wrong to ask you what you're doing on Monday? Why? What's going on Monday? Well, Monday, I have to um, take Miss Piggy, to, which is our car. Um, sorry. <laughs> I have to take um, Miss Piggy to Honda. Okay. And I was going to see if you could take me to the gym and then like follow me to Honda or meet me at Honda and then take me to the gym. On Monday. On Monday. All right. Well, why don't I just work out with you? What time? That's what I meant. Um, Meet me at Honda at... 830. Okay, so Honda and Jim with Stephanie. It's on my calendar. Awesome. And Just I think they me. said it would be about an hour and a half. So Okay, cool. Awesome. That'll be our Monday morning. Oh no. Yep. So that that's all I wanted to do that before I forgot because gotcha. my day is full. I'm like up to my ears and girls. Yeah. Like literally. That's we had a friend of ours email and ask you if you had some, you know, thirty to sixty minutes to talk about something a project that he's working on. I don't have three seconds I, to I, pee by myself. I, I saw I saw that email and I'm like, I probably should respond and say They follow me to the bathroom. I'm like, You're teenagers, go away. I told him I said right now Stephanie's in a very busy season of life because um, right now the only time we see each other is uh, we don't see each other in the morning. Nope. Uh, we see each other for, sometimes we have lunch together. We, we have family from the heart once a week. Yep. All right, so we have this. We have lunch together occasionally, not every day, but a couple times a week. Uh, then we have dinner together as a family most nights, not no. every night. No, not even most nights because I'm coming in and out the last several nights. That's true. You have, we've. I'm eating on the run. Yeah. On Monday, I ate off of the pan while it was still on the stove. And I think I took like six bites of vegetables and then I had to leave to go get somebody else from right. wherever they were. And then three nights a week, we see each other at the gym because we work out together for an hour. And so we're riding there and back. And then. You know, just as we're going to bed at the end of the day. Not even then every night because sometimes we don't even go to bed at the same time. It's it's such a crazy season that we're in. It is. And um, I did notice that last week was busier than this week. And like, I haven't really looked ahead to next week yet. But um, it's just a really, really crazy time. Right. It is. And I wonder if it'll last all the way. I don't think so. I, I think to to, my, to May. Like, is it going to be the entire school year? Will it follow us all the way to May? I, I don't, don't know. I don't think that it will. Okay. I think I think that some things will get adjusted here and there, and and we'll be more efficient with our time, and and we'll find ways to make our priorities work out. Because I I think having dinner together, uh, more consistently, and not every night, but you know, right. more than we have been, 
at the dinner table, all of us together, I think is is a priority. So I think we'll find some things, figure some things out. I don't know. I think we will. All right. So as far as entertainment is concerned, there are a couple. What? Nothing. What? Nothing. All right. You're you're speaking prophecies over a calendar that you're not in control of. I understand that. Okay. That's all. I just found it funny. Okay. So um, I got some entertainment things here. Some of these things that we've done together. Some I, actually, some of them I've done by myself. But I uh, wanted to give some reviews. What's that? So first of all, last Thursday we went to see Ed Sheeran in concert. Oh my gosh! Seriously, people, so worth it. It was incredible. It it was absolutely incredible. All right, is that it? I don't. E- I, I don't even know. I don't even have words. I mean. First off, seeing Ed Sheeran is unlike seeing anyone else because he really is, it's just him. It's just him and it's not just him and his guitar. I mean, he's creating this whole track to perform right there in front of you. I mean, yeah, it, it's, I don't even know. He, d- he doesn't have a band behind him with no. drums or anything the, like that. So he- I loved when he gave his disclaimer and explaining that um, that there was recently a a couple in in Canada who had demanded their money back because they were certain that he had a band behind him somewhere and um that they couldn't see and and it's not it's it's him and his guitar and two microphones and a loop pedal and he does everything right then it was so amazing to watch him record the the beat that would be the drum you know, that would be the drum beat right there pounding on his guitar recorded into the loop pedal and push play and it starts playing and he goes over here and he records the background vocal and then he starts singing and then everything comes together and you have this yeah he mixes it live he, he basically live. he records tracks that are looped and and just keep playing over and over again it's kind of it, it it's it's incredible it really and it's hard to explain you have to see it yeah. you, you really have to see it and I think um, we got a better, because we have seen Ed before. Um, we saw Ed two years ago when he opened up for Taylor on um, the Red Tour. Yep. We went um, up to Chicago and num- our our seats were on the floor. So it was hard to see. Like you could in see. In Chicago? In Chicago. Yes. Yes. Um, you could see Taylor really well. Because it's a whole stage show. Mm-hmm. But Ed was harder to see because it was just him and yep. his microphone and his guitar and his loop pedal. <laughs> yep. So you can't, you couldn't really tell from where we were exactly what he was doing. In Chicago. In Chicago. So when we saw him last Thursday here in Cincinnati, we were in like the fourth row. And right. um, you can see what he's doing. You're watching him do it. And it's... It's like nothing I've ever seen before. It's absolutely incredible. Yep. And yep. I can say it's like nothing I've ever seen before, even though I've seen Ed before. Right. <laughs> because I couldn't see very well. <laughs> Got exactly. it? Yes. Got can it. you follow all that? Yes. It's a lot of seeing. So Ed Sheeran, definitely worth going. And I'll, I'd see it was him again. Incredible. It, I would absolutely see him again. And I've heard that it's the biggest summer, the biggest concert of the summer at Riverbend this year. That's what I heard as well. So well, I know all. we were together when we heard it. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> So, um, Transylvania, Hotel Transylvania 2, is that the name of the movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the first movie, I remember last year, we went, was it last year or two years ago? It was like ago? two years ago. It might have yeah. been two years ago. We go to see this movie. It's advertised on television. We went as a family. That's, I don't, I don't that's know about you. That's actually not how the story went. 
Okay. It was it was a movie that we saw on television that none of us were really interested in seeing. Okay. And then we got sucked into one of those family activities with your mom and your sister and like everybody was going to see this movie. Do you okay. want to go? Well, sure, we want to go. Not because we wanted to see the movie, but because we wanted to spend time with the exactly. extended family. The expectations of so seeing that first movie were very as low. low as could be. But it was adorable it was entertaining for the adults it was entertaining for the teens and and for the little kids yep grayson our nephew who would have been four at the time had just as much fun as megan who was 14 you know it was a really enjoyable time yes it was a really adorable movie so we were looking forward to seeing we all of us we we saw it and it's like oh we're all gonna go see this movie that looks adorable yes so uh i got press screening tickets for a total of four people and it was for a Saturday morning which you and McKenna had dance Matthew wasn't all that excited about going that early in the morning so Megan was really looking forward to it so Megan and I went to the press screening for Hotel Transylvania 2 the sequel and within 10 minutes we were bored to tears it was absolutely the most horrible movie I've sat through i can't remember sitting through an entire movie that's been that terrible well but i don't you, you slept through some of it so. well i did i it was 45 minutes into it i'm like i i just can't force myself to to endure this anymore i allowed myself to get a little cat nap. <laughs> you allowed yourself now megan did say that she understands why um little like the little kids enjoyed it yeah there there were some i mean obviously this is a show geared towards little kids the press screening had you know they had encouraged you to bring kids with you and stuff like that and so if i would say that if you're maybe eight years old or younger um and of that age crowd i mean i heard them giggling laughing it was they 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 thoroughly enjoyed the movie but and and, and that w- that is something that was the same in the first one and this one, right? All but right? the second one failed to reach the entire audience. This one completely failed to reach Megan, who is you know about to turn sixteen, and in me as an adult, it didn't reach me at all. It, I mean, and it, it should. I mean, it should have. I, it, the whole storyline is about you know the the Dracula as the dad. He or the Count. He is the dad. And he has a young adult daughter who is now married and they have a child together. And they're thinking about moving away out of out of the hotel and moving to Los Angeles. To live a normal life. To live a normal life. And and he, he doesn't want to lose access to his grandson. So maybe because I don't have grandkids, I don't relate to it on that level. Uh, but it, the adult humor in it, I mean, I'm not saying that it needs to have like adult, like right. inappropriate humor, but it just didn't, it just, it didn't just translate. didn't translate. To- it just did not hit me. I, I don't, I think I remember giggling one time in the movie, maybe a second time, but here's the deal. We went, it was early in the morning. Chipotle is where Stephanie or where Megan and I were going to have lunch together. And this movie started. I can't remember, like 10, 20 or something like that. It's like, if we leave now, we 10 minutes into the movie, if we leave now, we have to wait 40 minutes before Chipotle <laughs> opens. And so that's the only reason why we didn't get up and walk out. Right. But at the end of the movie, I almost wish we would have. Yeah. We could have sat in the car and talked and had a better time. Probably. It, so that's my review of 
a teenager and an adult's view of the movie. Yeah, Megan didn't enjoy it. She told me it was, it was, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. So if you enjoyed the first movie and you were looking forward to as a family going, Sorry my, to burst your bubble. I, you, may go, you may come away and think, well, I don't know what Cliff and Megan are. Maybe they were just in a mood or something. But no, it was for us, it was terrible. Uh, and, and we loved the first one. I'm sad to hear that because I wanted to see that movie. Yep. And I was looking Although forward to Although this weekend I'm going to go see The Intern with Anne Hathaway and um and uh Robert De Niro. You know I had press screening tickets for, for last this, night for last but night it was for not that. possible. Yeah. Yeah. I did see those. I tried to ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> I did cuz trust me I wanted to like drop everything and go. Yeah. But I'm going to if Megan is not in pain or as soon as Megan's not in pain. Yeah. I'm going. So, or um, because th- she wants to go as well. Earlier this week, I just had some free time and I was sitting. Actually, it was this weekend. I was Sunday. Uh, my day off, t- completely just relaxed. Everybody kind of left me alone in the living room. And I'm like, I think we all needed alone time on Sunday. I think so. And so I'm sitting there in the living room. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, I'm looking for something. And I turn on Netflix and I found this version of a Batman movie from 1966. Okay. And it actually has Adam West as Batman, the guy who played, mm-hmm. you know, Batman on television, and his, and and Robin, his sidekick. Uh, it was it was the same as the television show that I watched the television show all the time, and it had uh, what is it, Burgess Meredith as the Penguin, and I mean, it had all of those. Guys. I know Adam West, but if you want me to name off anyone, okay. you're, you're far fetching. Uh, the coach in Rocky. Burgess Meredith. Okay. That he played the penguin in the old t- television uh, okay. show. Okay. So anyway, I I remember watching Batman as a kid and I didn't I had no idea that they had made a movie and it it actually was recut um for um HD. So it actually it looked really good and it was just a nostalgic time and I really enjoyed that. And so if you're in you have Netflix and this 1966 version of Batman sounds interesting to you. I, I, it was a, it was a good, it was a good entertaining. What was it, an hour and a half or whatever, however long that movie was. Um, good. That I think earlier before that, before that we watched um, Hot Pursuit. You and with, Megan purchased that. Actually, I, you no, know what? No, I may have. We rented it. You rented it, and and I could be wrong. It might not have been Netflix where I saw. Batman, it might have been, been Amazon Prime. I think it, well, it, if you didn't move off of Amazon when we were on it, then it was. Yeah, I can't remember if I did or not. But anyway, look for Amazon or Netflix. Look for Batman 1966. Right. If you're looking for some nostalgia, go do that. But tell us about Hot Pursuit. So, what is uh-oh. Hot Pursuit? <laughs> Megan wanted to see this movie. Do, do we need to stop for a minute? Okay, okay, hold on one second. All right, and we're back. So, okay. So Megan had wanted to see this movie for quite a while and um, we just hadn't had time and I told her we would watch it on Saturday, but we ended up getting back home way later than what we had attended. And then I'm like, no, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. I'll watch it. We'll watch it tomorrow afternoon. So tomorrow afternoon, Sunday afternoon, we rented Hot Pursuit with um, Sophia Vergara. Is that something how, like something that. like that, and um, Reese Witherspoon. I did not have high expectations of this movie. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a movie where all of the funny things are shown in the trailer, and the rest of it's just terrible. It was actually rather entertaining. It was. It was cute. 
you when I came down, you guys had already started the movie, and I asked you in the kitchen. I'm like, oh wait a second, that that's a movie that you know I I, I didn't necessarily want to go see at the theater, but I figured you know if that ever came out, out you know on Netflix or right. Amazon, I would definitely watch it. And I said, how long have you been watching it? It was like five or six minutes. So we started over. You started it over and I made some popcorn and I came in and watched it with you. And I found it entertaining. Right. I Okay, so here's what I will tell you. In Amazon, oftentimes with new releases, you can only buy the movie. Yep. And sometimes you, after a while, you have the ability to either buy it or purchase it. We rented the movie (laughs) or buy it or rent it. Right. And I think we rented it. it was, we rented that one. It was how much? Four ninety nine yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, definitely worth the four ninety nine. I don't know that I. It I would wouldn't be watch one, it again. It's not one it, I would want to watch it over and over again. Right. It, it's not one that if if it was only available for purchase, I don't know that it would have been. I would recommend it as a right. purchase. I think we probably would have purchased it if it was only available that way. Um, and I think we would have been okay with it. The but, kids would probably watch it again. But I wouldn't recommend it yeah. for more than five bucks. But it was worth five bucks to rent the movie on right. Amazon, and uh, it it was it was it it had a, it was it was entertaining through the movie. Super cheesy though. But oh, intention- absolutely. But, but intentionally that's what, so. Right. That and that and that's what I expected out of it. Yeah. Um. So I I'm, we enjoyed it. I think the three of us had a good time sitting there on yeah. the couch. It was it know? was an enjoyable. Sunday afternoon movie for the three of us. I agree. Cool. All right. Uh, That evening, was (laughs) it Sunday evening? (laughs) We we went to purchase a movie that Stephanie, myself, and Megan had already seen in the theaters. We went and absolutely laughed nonstop. It is... Highly inappropriate. Highly inappropriate. But incredibly funny. Incredibly funny. uh, If you're okay with inappropriate humor. But... uh, (laughs) We purchased this one. It's called Spy. Yeah. And it's got, what's her name? Um, McCarthy. Um, Elizabeth McCarthy? No. Melissa McCarthy? Yes. Okay. Yes. And and Jason um, Statham. Okay. Right? And so, the, but this is, um, that I don't think that's his name. Or maybe it is. Let me look. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, anyway, um, Spy is kind of like a super funny like James Bond type movie, uh, CIA, CIA spy kind of deal. But um, in the theater, I remember it being a whole lot more funny than it was the second time. If you, here's the, what I can say. Okay. Well, who, who else, who played um, the the main guy at the beginning? What's his name? Oh, Bradley Fine? That's that, Jude Law. That's who I was thinking. Okay, but he Jude wasn't. Jude Law is in it. Yeah, but he's not in a lot of the movie. He's not. But in the Jude, beginning and the But end. I like Jude Law. And he is in the beginning mm-hmm. and in some other places. So that's who I th- was thinking of. Okay. I, I don't even know who that other guy is that you just mentioned. Who is uh, it? What's his name? Jason Statham. Yeah. Who is he? Who what? Did, who did he play? You just know him from around. I can't tell you what. No. Who did he play in oh, The Spy? Who did, who did he play? He plays the obnoxious guy. What, I oh, the Italian. No. No. The obnoxious no. guy. Rick Ford. He plays... He's oh, this arm got ripped the, off and it got sewed back on yeah, by this arm. Yeah, it's, okay, the British guy. Yes, the British guy. Okay, the, yes, okay. Now I know who you're talking All about. Right. That, that guy was hilarious. Anyway, what I can tell you is this um, seeing the movie a second time was still entertaining and was still funny, but nowhere near as funny as it was the first time we saw it in the theater. Right. Because 
we had already expected. In fact, I I, I remember sitting there because watching Megan's it. Megan's been quoting it since we left the movie theater. <laughs> but here's here's what I can tell you is that I didn't I didn't really find it nearly as funny the second time. I, I Matthew I, did. Well, he hadn't seen it. It was before. his first time and he found it funny. And so I enjoyed listening to the parts that he thought were funny. Yeah. So that anyway, it, I don't it, see a man, do I? I see a reject it, it, from the sound of music. And later, she calls him <laughs> Rolf. It's hilarious. There are parts of it that are absolutely hilarious. There are, yeah. and and uh, you know, if again, if you're looking for some uh, adult, and this is a super adult, super and adult super humor, inappropriate yeah. for kids. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for that kind of funny laughter. Um, this movie will deliver. Mm-hmm. And right now it's available on Amazon Prime, at least here in the States. Only to buy. Uh, but it's only available for purchase. Yeah. And, you know, we spent how much money for all three of us to go see it in the theater. Right. Uh, I knew it would be worth it to to see it. And and I, even though I didn't think it was as funny the second time around, I still enjoyed it the second time, all mm-hmm. the way from the beginning to the end. I don't know that I'd watch it again. But then again, who knows? I might. I really wish I could get comfortable. All right. It would really help me. The only other thing I have on here is that, um, and, and it actually goes back to a question. So um, we're broadcasting live, and I said at the beginning that I had to ask the audience that are watching live, if you have some questions, um, let us know. And one of the questions Becky asked on Periscope is, what new TV shows will you be watching this season? It's still too early for me to say. Or maybe what um, will you be watching? Maybe if it's not just new, but what will you be watching? I will be, well, tonight I'll be in front of my TV for three hours straight. Don't bother me between eight and 11 because um, Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder come back. Okay. Um, looking forward to those three shows. Nashville came back last night. I enjoy that show. Um, Matthew and I are still watching Scorpion. We like that. Um, it came back this week. Okay. What is that noise? I don't hear any noise. Sounds oh, like somebody's, the, somebody's pl- Megan's up there playing on the oh, piano. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. And um, she really doesn't get that she needs to lay down and rest. Does she? She no. like it's not in her. It's not in her DNA to just. That's not true because sometimes she'll go full on teenager and she'll like hibernate like a bear. Yeah. But. It's not in her normal personality to just rest. Um, so let's see. You got um, Big Bang came back th- this week. We're still watching Big Bang. Yeah. Um, the only new show that I know that I'm going to um, keep watching so far is um, Life in Pieces. It's a sitcom that was on NBC after um, the Big Bang Theory this week. And... Um, Actually, that's not where I saw I call it the tail end of it on the beginning of, of Scorpion. When Matthew and I sat down to watch Scorpion and we hit play, it was the end of the show before. Mm-hmm. And it, was a really, it, it wasn't really funny, but it was funny enough that I wanted to see the rest of it. And um, so I checked out Life in Pieces. I watched it last night and it was pretty funny. Awesome. Somebody just asked, uh, how do you like Will Chase in Nashville? I like Will in Nashville. Okay. I do. I um I like that character. Okay. Cool. I th- he plays 
I like the character he plays. So mind is. I'm trying to figure out. I I haven't really been thinking about television a whole lot um, over the summer. In fact, I I didn't watch very much at all. I gave up on what is that under the dome? Like Mm -hmm. like after episode two. I loved you sitting down trying to watch the finale, and like you're you're totally fast forwarding through it. Yeah, it it it, I like was that the finale? I think it was the second to last episode. But anyway, I I I watched the entire. I'm like. I thought it was the finale mm-hmm. and I just wanted to see what happened. Was it and not the finale? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I don't even remember caring. <laughs> you <laughs> was, fast forwarded through most of it. It, it took yeah. me about 10 minutes to get through the episode. Right. And uh, there was this one thing where they just said everything that happened like in 60 seconds. Like, well, see, I didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. The whole season was just right there. Right. Uh, let's see here. But anyway, um, here are some things that I know. I'm, Shark Tank comes back this Friday, Stephanie, and I am dying to get new episodes of Shark Tank. Okay. There's one thing that I hate, and that is when Shark Tank shows up on the DVR and they're not new episodes. So I need to go in and tell it to it, only record for, new yeah. episodes. There are a couple that's of... That's a tease and I don't like it. There are a couple of timers that we need to... You do know that when there's a new episode in the in the top corner, it says... It says new. new. I know, but I <laughs> okay. still... I just don't even like to see just, the, uh, just the logo. Just checking, making sure you know it's there. But there are a couple of timers we need to go in and set to only record new episodes. So Person of Interest, I assume, is coming back this season? It is. It should be... I didn't see it on the... It's not on the DVR, so it should be on next week. All right. It should come next week. Doctor Who just came back this week. Mm-hmm. I watched the first episode of the new season, and it was pretty decent. I don't like the fact that the... It seems that in Doctor Who, they're going to start doing two episodes week, you know, two weeks back to back, and every other... Two story arc, or one story arc per two episodes. Yeah, so every, every other week is going to be to be continued, and I don't know that I like that. But I'll deal with it because I like Doctor Who, and they're they're doing some interesting things. Then they're turning around this Doctor and and this companion for me, so I like it. The interesting things are turning them around. Like- uh, yeah, just the storylines a little bit okay. different. You know, I I kind of got bored with Clara, which is the Doctor's mm-hmm. companion, and she was just confusing and and kind of uninteresting. Okay, and she's become more interesting now. Mm-hmm. So anyway. And yeah, you always have a hard time connecting with a new doctor, with the new companion. companion. I don't know. Did I have a hard time with? No, I didn't have a hard time with Martha. Hold on. Martha was amazing. She's my favorite companion. You did. You did love Martha. But if I'm not mistaken, you were sad to see Rose go. I was sad to see Rose go. But when I found that after Martha, you had a really, really hard time connecting to Donna. What? Right? I, I hated Donna and for a long time. Until for a long time, but you I, can't deny Dr. Donna did, deserves I, it. I never had a problem with Rory or Amy. That's because they were together and they were fantastic. Yeah. Amy, Amy Pond and Martha, it, those those are my favorite companions. Yep. Martha more so. Martha more I so. miss more Martha. They need to bring her back. All right. Anyway, Dr. Who. So uh, Big Bang, we talked about it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it's back. I did not really care a whole lot for this first episode of the new season. Okay. I obviously oh, they're setting funny, th- though. I, I, it was okay. Okay, from a girl's perspective, it was funny. I found it to be overwhelmingly depressive. Depressing. That's because Sheldon was in it. 
every episode with Sheldon is overwhelmingly depressing. Yeah, I I don't I don't agree with that. And I do. But, but it 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 seemed it seemed to be more it it seemed to be less comedy and more drama and tragedy. See, and I think that they pulled out the comedy within the drama and tragedy. Mm. Not every life doesn't float around on rainbows and and high clouds, honey. It, it sometimes it rains okay. and fair enough thunderstorms and. Um, I've gotten into watching a little bit more of American Ninja Warrior, mm-hmm. and I like to watch that while I'm working out on the TV. I have it on in the uh, workout room while I'm working out. Sometimes I'll just have it on in the background while I'm listening to music real loud in my headphones. So American Ninja Warrior, but I think that that was a summer show that's just wrapped up. I think you're right. So, but I, the, the cool thing is, is if you search oh, for no, it. Oh, no, no, no. It's on all the it's time. It's on all the time. It's like totally one, on in syndication. I all think the there's time. there's an American Ninja Warrior channel on our DVR. <laughs> I don't think it's actually on, called American Ninja Warrior channel, but it might as well be. Yeah. <laughs> but so, um, I, I, I like, I, I'm, I'm going to look for that and, and see if I can tell it to just say, you know, record it every time it's on because it doesn't matter what season it's from. It's, right. I, what I like about it is seeing people who are athletically fit and healthy who can do incredible things with their strength and they're pushing themselves to be better and that kind of stuff is motivating to me. Right. Yep. So so we'll wait for The Good Wife. Um, we're still going to watch The Good Wife when it comes back, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Good Wife. I, for, I don't have that written um, down here. So we're going to watch The Good Wife. Um, I'm going to start watching Heroes Reborn. I might check out Heroes Reborn, but not tonight because tonight is already... Um, it, it's already set no, in stone. I, I got that. Um, but I'll check it out on the DVR, probably. Uh, Matthew and I g- kind of gave up on Once Upon a Time last year. <laughs> it's about time. And um, they're still on the DVR because he keeps saying he might want to watch it still. Okay. But I I don't know if we'll pick that back up. And so there were a couple shows that I've seen pop up on the primetime anytime because yep. our TV automatically records everything that's on um, on primetime network television. So there have been a couple of things that have popped up that I want to check out, but am, um, ha- haven't yet. That's why I, I can't really say what I'm going to be watching new this season because I've only watched one new show this season. Cool. You know, I've become somewhat of a late night show fanatic. In the evening. It, what do you mean? You watch late night shows in the evening. No, I, I... Are you staying up late to watch late night no. television? Okay, so you're watching late night shows in the evening. Oh, and sometimes in the afternoon too, though. And sometimes in the afternoon. Well, any time of day. But um, here's the deal. Since... Uh, I've Ever since Jimmy Fallon started with uh, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, before it was The Tonight Show right. with Jimmy Fallon, I, I've always had DVR of Jimmy Fallon. And I've always been a huge fan of that show. We we actually talked about one time we were going to do a Jimmy Fallon fan podcast. We love Jimmy Fallon. So, uh, but anyway, I, I've always, but I hadn't been watching it for the longest time. And the other thing is, is that Stephen Colbert, Colbert now has uh, David Letterman's old show, The Late Show, now featuring Stephen Colbert. And I've been watching that. He's really good. I really enjoy his late night, his approach to late night. And you know what? I, I probably should go back and give Seth Meyers a, another chance because I, I DVR'd Seth Meyers when he first started and I thought he was terrible. Now, I loved Seth Meyers right. when he did Weekend Update. 
Right. You just but, need to give him time well, to get into his groove. He's still doing the show, so I assume that it's really good. And by the way, I watched the Emmys last night, and he did uh, one of the intros for one of the Emmys, and um, I he, he's, he just was on his game. And I'm like, you know what? I should probably go set the DVR for that. So I need to do that and, and check it out. And also, um, because I'm into late night shows, I, j- I just love the format. And I and I don't know why, but that there's still this crazy dream that one day I'll have my own late night interview show, uh, not necessarily a comedy, but but something. I don't know. I don't. I know that's crazy to even say that that dream is still there, but it's one of the reasons why we have that big space I, over there. At least because, you still don't want to own a drive-in. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so We're okay. But anyway, um, what was I saying? J- uh, late night. Late night. J- James Corden is that his name? Corbin. Corbin or Corden? I don't remember. It's Corden, I think. I think it's Corden. Anyway, he's a British guy. He does the late funny. late show on CBS after Stephen Colbert, and I like him. He was in that that wonderful Christmas movie that you couldn't wait to. Oh, I know, Into the Woods. Yeah, he was. Yeah, in Into that's the where Woods. I fell in love with him yeah. as a character or as an actor, and I think he's brilliant. And I've watched. Uh, I, I started setting a timer for him as well, and I watched two episodes this week of his. Show. And I like, I think I like his approach to his his format. He usually has two guests on and he interviews them both at the same time. Yep. And that's different. It is and different. Sometimes he did one this week where uh, he choreographed um, uh, a, like a kind of a Broadway song yeah. kind of deal with with one of the guests. It was it was good. So, yeah. Anyway, late night shows is another thing that I like to watch and and just pick up. I'm a huge fan of the monologues is the big thing. Mm -hmm. And then occasionally I I look to see who the guests are. And and if they're interesting, you watch them. Like you watched um, Kevin Spacey on, um, was that Stephen Colbert who did? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it it was him and and Carol Burnett. Yeah, and Carol Burnett. They were on. I was cooking while you were watching that show, so I heard most of that. So I, I like to see if there are good um, folks out there that, that are being interviewed that I like. And, and I just like to see the dynamics of that. And I, one thing I will say is Stephen Colbert has a really great approach to his interviews, whereas Jimmy Fallon's more of a, it's very lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a bit, you know, the, I don't usually like Jimmy Fallon's conversations with the guests that he has, unless they're, I mean, Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon. Because they're like great friends. Yeah. There, there are a couple that people right. that he'll have a conversation, but some of them he'll have a conversation with somebody. It's like, okay, this is as boring as right. I'll get out. Right. But then when he does a little skit with them, then it's like, okay, this yeah. is entertaining. Uh, Stephen Colbert is completely different. He he doesn't talk light, fluffy stuff. And, and and it's kind of fun. I, I like the in-depth conversation, the deeper conversation with Stephen Colbert. So those are some things, you know. Those are some things. Yeah. Um, our TV is always active. Our TV. That's not true. That's it. It has been more active recently. It has been more active recently. Yeah. But it is not always active. So John asked from Periscope, um, "How do you handle work-life balance?" And I guess this is geared more towards me, since um, I would guess it, your your work is your life. Yeah. Uh, and and stuff like that. But and there, there is no balance. <laughs> Jonathan has a question. I think that is more for both of us. Uh, our, yeah. But anyway, how do I handle work-life balance? Well, first of all, I want to encourage you to check out pursuingabalancedlife.com. So far, there are like, I don't know, 680 episodes of where I've been trying to figure that part out. 
and I share every week how I'm trying to work that out. But um, I'm doing better year by year, uh, sometimes better month by month, and this year things are going pretty darn well. I would still say, I'd say that I'm handling work slash fitness and health balance extremely well, uh, and our marriage is going extremely well. I and and my parenting and being a father is better than it ever has been. But there's still a ton of room for me in improvement of of connecting uh, really well with with the kids. Well, well there's more, always more with more with Megan and Matthew. Uh, it's it, it, more with Megan, less with Matthew. And McKenna and I are pretty tight. Yes, you are. You're also exactly alike. <laughs> we get each other. I think the only thing she gets from me is her snotty attitude and her clumsiness. You think so? Yeah. Awesome. All right. So Jonathan asked the question, how does Stephanie help in the business? And how does, and then the next, there's a follow-up question. So Jonathan asked, how does Stephanie help in the business? How do you help in the business? I babysit Cliff on accounting days. Yep. Actually, it it started out as as will you help me do accounting? Yes. And what Cliff meant by will you help me do accounting is will you sit down here and babysit me to make sure I do accounting? Mm-hmm. And um, that worked for a while until I wanted to like rip his head off five minutes later. And so now Cliff babysits me while I do it. I, I make him feel like he's doing accounting, but really I'm doing it, and he thinks he did all the work. Yeah. That's how that's how that goes, right? I think so. And then. I run errands. I yeah, she does. She does I, a ton of running. Anything that has to do outside of the house, I normally do because Cliff rarely ever leaves unless it's to go to Chipotle and back. Um, which you know, you know, they're not your personal cafeteria, right? <laughs> you mean it's not? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, so I I do I do errands. I do a majority of the accounting, although I won't touch the tax stuff or deal with the accountant because. I can't say that here. Um, She's not a fan. Not a fan. And I record this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Do I do anything it, else in the business? You, I, don't know. I, I, I support you. You support is, me, and 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 you you put up with any stress that comes from the work that I do or the work that I didn't get done. Um, and you're my source of motivation and encouragement and and everything and stuff like that so and not to mention how do you help me in the business um it comes down to the fact that you give because of what you do for our family um it it frees me up to to do what's necessary for the business and and what i mean by that is that i mean when it comes to the family stuff it it cracks me up still that anybody that's related to me like my mom (laughs) my sister it it cracks me up that they call me me too and ask me if we're available as yeah. a family to do something He's on a like, given night or a no, weekend. No. And I'm like... Even though it's on the refrigerator, people. I, he I, could find it out very easily. He's I'm just like, going to walk upstairs to the refrigerator. I'm like, if you want to know if I'm available for anything outside of business hours, you need to speak to my wife. Yeah. Because I, she handles everything outside of Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. And it, it, if it's Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, I do not own that time. I do not schedule that time. That time is not open to me. My wife dictates that schedule 100%. Very rare do I have something, which by the way, I do have something coming up October 5th. Okay. I did agree to show up at an old uh, podcast mastermind mastermind group. It's a Monday. Okay, that won't interfere with me. No, it shouldn't. 
So, but anyway, so you free you free me from needing to even think about family scheduling appointments, where to be for mm-hmm. this and that, and and to to know that I don't have to process those things and and make those commitments and and deal with juggling schedules around and getting people here and there. I mean, you do a ton, and. Um, so you support me in that way as well. I do. Um, by the way, I need you to put on your calendar on Tuesday to pick McKenna up from school, 3.30. Is that going to be on a weekly basis um, now? For this week and next week. All right. And Or, or the, the next week and the next week, October 6th. All right. Um, so September 29th, 1.30. I, do I leave at 1.30? 3.30. I leave at 1.30. I get there two hours early. Okay. Pick up McKenna. And you want that next week as well? On the 6th. Oh, not on Monday though, right? Nope, on Tuesday. On Tuesday. And then... Because that way, if I know that it's on your calendar, then I can... Because you know how she is mm-hmm. about somebody not being there to pick her up. But that way she knows to look for your car and not mine. And Okay, so Tuesday the 6th and Tuesday the 29th. Yep. And Got then it. I'll let you know going forward from there. But, awesome. Um, so, well, and there's the next question. This also is from Jonathan who asked on Periscope. He says, how does Cliff support Stephanie? Well, he does what I tell him when I tell him. Actually, you're not very good at the when I tell you, but it does eventually get done. Stephanie. Or uh, I huff and puff and do it myself. That's not always true. No, uh, it's not always true. But so, so Stephanie asked me to go pick up McKenna. What day was that? Tuesday. <laughs> it was actually no, no, no. No, no. This is, no, that was last Tuesday. This. Are you ta- okay? Yes. That but was not this Tuesday. It, it was this, last Tuesday. So two Tuesdays ago, Stephanie's like, "Will you go pick up McKenna?" And and I'm like, "Sure." I, you know, and she gave me a time, and I'm like, "Sure, I can do that." And so I go to the dance studio. I'm ready to pick her up and. Just let me tell yeah. this story. So I'm, I'm outside of the dance studio and here's the deal. Um, I wanted the dance studio sells popcorn, right? So I, I had 50 cents in my car. Did you go in and buy popcorn? I went inside and, you know, I know it's it's not. What time did you tell me to pick McKenna up? I think 530. Yeah, you told me to pick McKenna up at 530. So it's like 515. I'm like, I could eat a bag, a, a little tiny bag of popcorn. And so I go in and buy a bag of popcorn and I'm sitting in my car out there. I got there at five o'clock. And so at 5.15, I go in and I get this bag of popcorn and then I'm waiting at 5.30 and I see all these kids coming out and McKenna's not coming out. So I go in and I look around and I don't see anything. And I I text you and I said, Stephanie, what time does McKenna get out of dance? Or what time does McKenna get out of class? And you said 5.30. 5.45. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, so it's 5.30. Okay, so I still got another 15 minutes. So another 15 minutes goes by. I see all these kids coming out and I don't still don't see McKenna. I'm like, where is she? And so I think it's like 5.50, I'm finally, I've been here almost an hour waiting to pick up McKenna at dance. And I'm like, where is she? And you said she's at, you know, over at Sean, Sean's house, her friends. And I'm like, what? Oh, now hold on. <laughs> My side of the story is that Cliff and I had this entire conversation in the afternoon where I had told him yes. that she was going home with her friend. Yeah. And then I asked if he would pick her up from from there. Or Did you I asked me then? Yes. When oh. I told you, I okay. I, I said, can, can you pick her up at, at, you know, 530, 545, whatever. And then we'll meet back at home and we'll have dinner together. Right. Before you and I head to... Um, Workout with Joe. 
And so I am at piano lessons with the kids, which is like 20 minutes from here. And, um, and I get this text. I, I need to explain to people, I don't sleep well at night. And the current season of life that I'm in, I'm on the go constantly. So I'm like always tired. <laughs> and my brain isn't always clear. Um, and between like 4 and 5.30 is like my worst time of the day ever. Mm-hmm. That would be the time of the day that I could just crawl into bed and nap. Right. But... I can't because I'm out and about. So I get a text, what time does McKenna get out of class? And I just answer 545. I I didn't even process (laughs) what it actually said until you had said back to me, I even asked you what time she got out of class. I'm like, I know I read that text, but I didn't, I didn't process what it actually said until that moment when you were saying it back to me. Well, I was just glad that she was at their house and and not not at school. Somewhere else waiting to be picked up. And so it was, it's rather funny how even when you think you're communicating clearly, and I know how to communicate with Cliff very loudly and very clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes in shouty emails, but, um, but yeah, even when you think you're communicating clearly still, we're not always paying attention. It was fun. It was fun. And she was safe. She was not in any way harmed. But what, And one other way that I support Stephanie is uh, lately, and I think it's been, I don't know, a couple of weeks now that I've been doing the dishes. And I think this is the second week that you are have been doing them exclusively. And I love it. We've done it. Be- you've done it before. I've done it before. For a long period of time. And when you said when we moved that you were going, you were going to continue to do that. I don't remember that. It, it, well, yeah, I, I know you didn't remember it because you didn't hold true to it. <laughs> you didn't hold up your end of the deal. But um, but it's extremely helpful in this in this season. We, I'm barely home long enough to cook dinner, let alone, I already told you, I don't get to eat it. Some nights I'm eating it off the pan as I'm walking out the door. Um, and... I definitely don't have time to clean it up or when I get home and you'd think, okay, well I can do that. Now I'm too tired to clean it. So it's not so much that I couldn't do the dishes. It's the stress that they're always waiting for me. And so by you doing them, you're just taking that stress off of me and then I can focus on other things, not always thinking about the dishes need to be done. Right. So there are some people who are thinking, wait a second, Stephanie says she's never home. She doesn't have time. But yet tonight she's watching three hours of television back to back. Oh, dude, because I'm working out at five o'clock. I, I'm working out earlier in the day only because my regular time was not available and no one has to be anywhere. OK, right. maybe you missed the fact that I have. No, a, I, a new... I know, but I'm just saying I didn't I, no, I didn't no. say I didn't know why, but I'm, I'm just, just saying say, somebody's probably I've asking. Put this in my schedule and it won't be this way. Every Thursday. No, because normally we normally need to I'll leave at, at 7 o'clock to go to the gym. Right. But tonight we'll leave at 4.15. Well, I'll be ready to leave. A, oh, no. Matthew fixed. See, I, even my schedule has changed like all week. All week I have been pick Matthew up at 4 on Thursday. Pick Matthew up at 4 on Thursday because he has to stay after school. Right. And he's le- well, actually they would stay after school until 5. But I told him this morning, Matthew, I need to pick you up at 4. Because I have to be at the gym at five. And so I've, I've been telling him, 
he's walking or he gets out of the car and he's walking in front of the car and I'm looking at him going four o'clock four o'clock he's like I got it mom I got it and about an hour before about an hour ago he sent me a text that said pick me up at normal time we're not staying after today so now I'm having a really rough time mentally changing I have to be there at 2 30 not four gotcha so well that's um, cool maybe we can get cool. to the we gym can go early to the gym early and do an hour of cardio before leg day <laughs> Joe would love that. I don't know if I want to do an hour, but I'd, I don't, like, to, I'd like to do 30 minutes yeah, of cardio before. I'd be fine to do 30 minutes of cardio before um, we meet with Joe. But um, that was not fun last week. No. <laughs> Did you do an hour before? Yeah. Was, was that? Okay. Yeah. Or was that Sunday? I think it, I don't know. I think I, there that was, was one day. There was one day, but mine was last Thursday before leg day because yeah. remember I couldn't finish the Right, and the I last did it Saturday. Ex- the last set we did was two sets of two different exercises, and I couldn't finish the last set. I did one, and I'm like, "Look, I'm done." Yeah, I know, I know my my stopping point, and this is it right here. Yeah, but um, all right. So those oh, are the questions. I was I was gonna say you how you support me. You know, you're you're doing that. You're taking off the stress, but there's like this, there's like this triggered scar over my entire being about doing the dishes that some people who know me well already know but um it was a discipline that was given to me when I was 11 years old and so anytime that I have to do the dishes Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm in trouble I, I feel like I've done something wrong yes it's followed me well into adulthood I understand but um so you, you're taking that stress off of me as well. That's what I had never awesome. finished that thought. So. Well, we're at 57 minutes, so I want to wrap this up real quick here. Mm-hmm. Um, Tori asked, is autumn your favorite season? Absolutely. It is my favorite season as well. Or let me just say this. Autumn has been my favorite season. But I will tell you that this is the first year that I thoroughly enjoyed all of spring in spite of uh, out, you know pollen season. And I thoroughly enjoyed every single minute of summertime including 98 degree weather and the reason why is because of cycling Mm -hmm. and i am you know actually surprisingly since it's turned fall uh it just turned fall yesterday okay well well even the past (laughs) couple weeks it's fall weather has been here for the last couple days yeah it's starting to cool and and actually since i've been back from uh my my trip to Europe, I have only been on my bike once. Yep. And that was just a quick 10 mile ride. So I need to get back out there. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed spring and um, also summer this year. And the funny thing is, is this spring back when normally I would get allergies and would lead to bronchitis, none of that happened to me this year. No, I, I think it might have to do with something with my improved immune system and, and just how healthy and fit I've become over the last uh, several, actually the last year almost Almost now. a year. Yep. So awesome stuff. Um, let's see here. Mark asks, how do you cope with autumn depression? And Stephanie doesn't really deal with depression uh, at all. Nope. Um, now, I'm wondering if he's saying autumn depression is the same as what Jonathan is asking. He says, do you both have SAD, which is seasonal affective disorder, which is... I know, do not. Seasonal. I'll, it's depression in the months where the sun doesn't mm-hmm. shine as, you know, as, as long in the days. And, and so because of the, the changing of a season, it can affect uh, certain different uh, things in our 
mindset. Uh, vitamin D levels are certainly lower and stuff like that. I have been known to have bouts of depression that have been seasonal. I'm not completely convinced that it has to do with sunlight. Um, and in, in in the past several years, I think it probably has been, had more to do with uh, the oncoming uh, commitments or holiday oriented ob- commitment obligations, obligations related to Thanksgiving and Christmas time. Um, and uh, I don't know. I'll be able to know for sure whether or not that was a big deal. Uh, if if that was the indicator, because um, the the source of that stress is not there this year mm-hmm. moving forward. Um, my father passed, my biological dad passed away this year, and there was a stress, a lot of stress in that relationship, and um, you know, and and so that that added a lot of stress every Thanksgiving and Christmas, and um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't think that 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 catalyst will be there so i so we'll find out if if i still experience now the thing is is i still have um you know i still am that type of person that every now and then i'll just get into a funk and and it just is a part of i I think it's a part of just the way that i'm wired and oftentimes it's those those times are times for where it causes me to sit back and reflect on what am i doing and do I need to be doing something differently? And, and it usually, when I get into a little bit of funk like that, it's oftentimes because I've allowed myself to become overworked, overstressed, and I have not given myself the the rest that I need, and I have not allowed myself, I've not taken care of myself uh, as far as physical fitness and health, and that has not been the case this year. So I'm I'm interested to see how things go. Now, with that being said. You know, who knows? But um, I've never been diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder. I've just noticed that every Thanksgiving and Christmas, I seem to get into a funk that seems to be induced mostly by stress uh, as a result of a relationship over the past many years of my life. So, yeah. Very good. I don't. She does not. And that is all of the questions that were submitted. So um, here's the deal, guys. That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of uh, Family from the Heart. We thank you guys for tuning in uh, to this podcast. If you have questions that you would like us to discuss in future episodes of this podcast, you can email us those questions at feedback at gspn.tv. We had shared that last week. Nobody emailed any questions in, which is we're not complaining no. about. But uh, if you do have questions that you like these that were submitted via Periscope today, uh, please email feedback at gspn.tv and just in the subject line, put FFTH question or family from the heart question and then put your question in there. Stephanie and I will be happy to, we're pretty much an open book with most everything. And so we're happy to to answer the questions you guys come up with. And of course, thank you to, uh, let's see, thank you to John, Jonathan, Becky, Troy, Mark uh, for all of the questions you guys submitted Uh, before we hit the record button here on Periscope today. I appreciate that. And with that, Stephanie, until next week, when we will be back again on Thursday, live at 11 a.m. via Periscope, periscope.tv slash gspn, if you want to join us and watch us as we record the show live. And until then, we encourage you to... Live your life with purpose. Podcast! Add some magic.